Let's do some say p words. Pretty. <laughs> what's what's the precise purpose of a perfect porcelain porpoise? Why was it not penis? Sorry. <laughs> we need to be like NPR, and we need to get like super close to the mic and talk really quiet, so it's like ASMR. Well, I was gonna say like ASMR. Welcome to the Subjective Cinephiles podcast. I am Stan, and I'm Adam. And this I... is the ASMR edition. And I have Velcro. Ooh, that does it for me. I'm feeling creamy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Creamy. All right, yes, we are the Subjective Cinephiles, and welcome to another episode where today we're going to be talking about more Oscar-worthy movies. Yes. Uh, Three of them. We We did three. We managed to watch all three of these somehow. That's right, we did it. I don't know how, but we managed we got the trial of the Chicago Seven. We got uh, um, <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah, and something about a woman. Promising okay. young woman. That's Promising it. young yeah. woman. All right. Yeah. I, I'm gonna two pull out of three before you were able to pull it up. Pull all of these. I should have my phone. This too. information here. Get your notes ready. Yes. Get my notes. Okay. I got my notes on my 15% phone. That should be good. Um, okay. Um, before we jump right into it, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to do? Have you, kinda... Is there anything uh, anything else that you've watched that you want to mention? Um, I had... Before we get into the meat of the, yeah, the meat of the matter. I do, actually. There's one thing that actually uh, I saw yesterday um, that I watched. And not a movie. I mean, it's about a movie, but it's a trailer for a movie, and I wasn't expecting it, and it dropped, and I was super excited, and it's going to be the greatest movie of all time, and um, that's Fast 9. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm a huge Fast and Furious fan. Stanton's never seen him because he's got problems. I do have problems. Um, One of them is I, I've never seen a, a single moment. I've not seen beyond ads. Commercials right. and trailers. I've not seen a single moment of footage from these movies. And, and, and let me just set this straight right off the bat. It, it's not that I find these to be cinematic masterpieces by no means, but they are a damn good time. They are so much fun. I love some of the the meanings that they instill and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. We've heard it. Family. Vin Diesel. I know. But I love it, and it's a good time, and I grew up with it since I was like, well, since the year like 2000, 2001. So however old I would have been, I don't know. But uh, one of the first movies I remember watching on DVD and um, grew up watching it and then had my son grow up watching it. And so, yeah, they mean a lot to me. But anyway, yeah, the trailer for Fast 9. And it looks incredibly ridiculous. Like, they are literally, not spoiler alert, but they are going to space. I shit you not. See, the jokes. How is that not just? How do you not just think that's stupid? It is, but it's so okay. You would completely understand if you watched them. You would a hundred percent get where I'm coming from. You'd be like, yeah, but it's a fucking great time. Like it is ridiculous, and that's exactly why they're doing it for the memes because people have been saying, "What's next? Space and Transformers?" Okay, sure. <laughs> like I guarantee it, they did that for the memes. Uh maybe. You, you may be right. At least to right. a degree. At least that, you know, they want to make fun of it? Well, let's do it. Like, And uh, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Really hyped. That'll be the first movie I probably go to theaters and see. Uh, now, you know, when's COVID. it come out? Uh, June, I think. I will be fully 
vaccinated. Spoiler alert, we believe in science here. That's right, because we're not stupid. Um, wow, I can't claim that. I because. will be fully vaccinated in time to see Black Widow. Thank God. Mm, oh, I'm so that? excited. I don't know. It's coming soon. But I think I want to say Disney. like around July 4th. It's going to be on Disney Plus, but it'll be in theaters too. Gonna, if, if it's in theaters, are you going to go? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'll be vaccinated. It. Fuck it. I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope I'll be vaccinated. Um, well, me too. I hope everyone That's is by point. by the end of by July fourth. I hope everyone is. Everyone that wants it should be. That's what Biden has said. Um. So, you know, I know I'm not super familiar with the Fast and Furious movies, but I will say, I do like that one song, uh, "See You Again." Oh, I, yeah, I've beautiful. never seen the movies, but I understand the emotional impact of that song. Do um, I see you again? I yeah, sing. I'm sorry. You have the <clears throat> dulcet tones. You're making me creamy once again. I, I must it. say. That's why I'm stopping. Uh, thank you. All right. Um, but no, seriously, it's a good song. Um, it can be used in other contexts to convey uh, meaning. Um, so, I'm I'm thinking about other other songs that mm. work well in a movie, um, but might you know might transcend that media and just work well work well as a song in general right yeah uh you mentioned this we were uh something to think about i do have some uh ideas in my mind some films that use music in a fantastic way uh films and tv shows and you talked about i have one game that it just happened to me the other night i want to talk about it okay go for it well so i was playing cyberpunk 2077 and i was driving around night city and I was listening to the jazz station, and this song called You Don't Know What Love Is by Chet Baker came on the radio, and it was nighttime. And driving around Night City listening to this song and just soaking in all the atmosphere was so powerful, it just totally changed the whole vibe. Like, normally I'm, I'm, I'm riding around, I'm listening to, like, techno music or rock or whatever. Right. But this one time I decided to put on the jazz station, and this Chet Baker song came on, and it was so... I don't want to say powerful, but it was like an, an unexpected moment of like, wow. Put I, you in a headspace you weren't yeah. expecting to feel in that I had, game. Yeah, I was taken yeah. aback. Yeah, I've had that happen with games. I, I, I haven't heard that song actually in, in that game yet. Well, it's um, like, uh, fuck, I can't even remember what the jazz station is called. But you know what? I'm guilty of turning off the radio. When really? I came, yeah, I do that a lot. I did that in GTA too. The last time I gave a shit about, I know, I know. The last time I gave a shit about radio in GTA or any game for that matter, but... I think it was GTA 3. Wow. Loved listening to those. Re- oh, no, no. Vice City as well, of course. Um, but that's like then, I don't know. That's like a solid... That factors into my overall score for a GTA game, honestly, really? the rating. Yeah. Well, you know, the licensed soundtrack, and this is for a lot of games, Saints Row, Mafia 3... Um, and a I lot, guess a lot of games, I think a licensed soundtrack can make a big difference. Oh no, I agree. And I'm, when I'm talking, I'm talking about like these open world games where yeah, you, know, you have a radio. But you don't like the radio. Can... Just driving around, listening to these, these the Sometimes. random song comes on, and like I'll just I have memories in games of certain locations associated yeah, with certain songs yeah. just because that song no, happened I, to come I on the radio. I definitely do. I think I think I'm thinking more into the when I'm when I've been playing for quite some time, and eventually I'm just like, okay, I've heard these songs. Several okay. Times. But no, I definitely do. Um, For me, I think it's it's kind of like a I've developed a Pavlovian response of every time I hear that song, I think of the game. So yeah. then, like 
if it's a game that I like, I'll put the song on my driving playlist. And then the song that I'm used to listening to while I'm driving around in the game comes on when I'm driving along in driving around in real life. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hey. And so it kind of puts me in, in, a, in a better mood. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, you know what game has an incredible uh, playlist of songs? Um, not, not in that style of the radio, but um, Life is Strange. Yes. That game, the game's incredible, period, but yes. the soundtrack, yeah, so good. Uh, actually, I would agree with that. That's one that I downloaded and listened to all the time in my car. Um, I like indie music. Um, it's a good same. indie soundtrack. Yes, very good indie soundtrack. Another good, underappreciated game soundtrack. Uh, just came out, was re-released, Stubbs the Zombie. Oh, uh, I saw that. Fucking yeah. classic video Never game. Never played it. So good. I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> I cannot recommend it enough. It's the best $20 you will ever spend. Where's that? PC? PC, console, play it wherever. Okay. It's on your Switch. It's on your PlayStation. Um, I got not it. not sponsored, by the way. Yeah, non-spawn. <laughs> we have no sponsors. This is just Clearly. a very good video game, and I recommend it. It's, it's nostalgic for me because I played it when I was a kid, but it holds up a lot today, and the soundtrack is basically like mid-2000s pop punk rock covers of 50 songs like Mr. Sandman. Oh, now that makes me think of Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another one. That's another good one. I wish they would put that on, on back compact. Oh hell yeah, that'd be awesome. Um but yeah, music. It can it can really just change your whole mood. It can change the whole vibe of a scene. Yeah. Um What's what's another one of yours? I have a number one of all time favorite scene in anything you can even throw it in there with every video game every movie every tv show my favorite hands down moment is it is it don't tell me it's that one bit from reservoir dogs where he's dancing around (laughs) no but that is yeah okay no 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 you uh you would not know this one um because my attempts at getting you and all my other friends to watch this show have failed miserably. Is it the shield? It is it's the, the shield. shield. This it guy in the, the shield. shield. Oh my god. Listen, this guy doesn't if you guys if anyone knows the shield, school this dude cuz he doesn't know what he's missing. He is missing some incredible fucking TV. Listen, I'm willing to watch it. Okay, despite its very ugly cast, I'm definitely <laughs> willing to watch it. Yeah, there are, believe it or not, there are people out there that don't want to watch something based on how someone looks. Those monsters. <laughs> Those what kind of people? shallow person. Just shitty person. People. Would, would do that. People. What That's kind probably, of people? Yeah. What kind of horrible people would do that? My God. Fuck those people. Anyway. Um, a little inside joke there. Yeah. But anyway. Um, I hands down love this moment and it's kind of spoilers so if you haven't seen it you know stop and you want to stop listening because this is definitely detrimental um i know you haven't seen it but i, I mean, don't I, expect i'll you to, absorb yeah. it by the time i get around <laughs> to watching it i will have forgotten and it's not like it's not um spoiler in the sense that like it's not like end of the end of the road kind of thing here but it's actually like third season, if I'm not mistaken, second or third. Uh, but it sets up the roadmap for the entire run of the show. And just tell me how it ends. Just tell me how everyone <laughs> dies. I don't want to. By the I'm way, did you know that hope. at the end of Breaking Bad, Walter White just kicks the fucking bucket? He dies. Did you know that? No, literally, there's a bucket and he kicks, he kicks it, it and everything. Yep. No care for that bucket whatsoever. Nope. Could have been like something hazardous in it. He just yep. kicked it anyway. Um. So they're all standing. The, the 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 setup is they all just basically rob this money train. Uh, I'm doing quotations, air quotes. Um, 
which is essentially where these gangs come together, um, or these members of this, this gang, and they, they pull all of their money and they're sending it back home, uh, money laundering, basically. And <clears throat> the whole, the, the main team, the group of the, of the show, they're all standing around this huge pile of, of millions of dollars that they just ripped off from this, uh, this gang. And it's this moment of, they know they're not going to do the right thing. They know they're not going to, uh, turn it in. These guys are cops. I probably should have said that. Um, they know they're going to, they're going to take this money for themselves. And it's this overwhelming moment of joy and also fear and disbelief in what they just did. And this, there's, you see it on each one of their faces as this moment passes of like, first it's like, holy shit, oh my God, look at all this money. You see that on their faces. And then it's like, but what the fuck are we going to do now? And then there's this wave of like, oh my God, did we really just do this? Did we really just, we're, we're in now. We're, we, there's no turning back. And it's uh, all set to the song, um, oh shit, what is it called? The I Am Overcome by, uh, fuck, I'm going to have to look it up now. Um, but this song, it's perfect for it. it. It sets the tone for what's happening and it just really puts you in the moment and you feel what they're feeling and it's incredible and nothing ever moved me quite like that. The, okay. Probably the closest okay. thing was I've said before the, the end of Miami vice using that non points, uh, yeah. Um, in the air tonight. Um, that one, that one as well. But this, this tops that by a hundred. That's, that's my, I, yeah. End all be all. Um, some of my favorites, I think, uh, ironically, even though I was, being a dick about it would actually be the that bit in Reservoir Dogs where where yeah. he's dancing around, classic, classic. That song stuck yeah. in the middle with you, and he's about to torture him. Yeah, it's so no, good. It is, it's it such a fantastic. good song, and it cuts away at just the right time. That is fantastic. Um, Tarantino. I mean, everyone knows Tarantino loves to use music in his movies. Uh, one of my favorite movies has a lot of great pop songs in it, and it was pre-Tarantino. Um, Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket might actually be my favorite Kubrick movie. I've seen it. Uh, I got it on 4K, and I watched it twice since At I got it on 4K. Watched, huh? yeah. <laughs> Still haven't watched Black Hawk, have you? No, no. But, okay. uh... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go I ahead. did... I, I, I love Full Metal Jacket. And there's the use of music in that movie. The way they use Surf and Bird. And think about, this is years before Family Guy. This is literally decades before family guy so surf and bird did not exist in pop culture as we know it today it was not a meme so seeing the song surf and bird juxtaposed with this war imagery is so powerful in that movie i think honestly it's lessened by the fact that it's been so it's it's a joke song now it's a it's, it was always a kind of a joke song maybe but now it's like it was in family guy it, everyone knows it from that one episode of family guy so it's a joke song but if you can get past that, the way it's used in Full Metal Jacket is so good. That one scene is so, so good. Yeah. Um, For some reason, you just made me think of, because <clears throat> you mentioned, probably because you mentioned Family Guy, made me think of the use of uh, the song Hurt um, in, uh, I want to say Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick! <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Did you, did you see that episode? Was it in season four? I believe. I haven't it's, seen it's season the four end yet. Where, like, he fo- or no, no, it wasn't season four. It was season. Th- wait, which episode was it? It was like it was a season finale. 
a season finale of one of them. Where okay, I don't remember. He like feels like he's let everybody down, and like I don't remember it entirely. I okay, just remember they used let's that spoil song another end so. for everyone. Let's I just... literally just said he. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, if you haven't watched Rick and Morty at least the first few seasons, then you, you just—it's too late. Okay? It's too late. It's I'm too sorry. late. There are it certain things that's just. You have to accept that they will be spoiled for you if you have not seen it. And if yet. you haven't learned by now, we're really bad about that. So just we're gonna put to us in the title for this one. It's gonna be spoilers. There we go. Spoilers yeah. abound. Sorry. Fair sorry, enough. not sorry, motherfuckers. So do you got anything else you want to talk about before we jump into this? Um well I've got nothing. So I've kind of been dictating all this. that silence i've got nothing nothing all right since so he's got all the uh, material um i want to preface this by saying that of these three films one of them is kind of shit in my opinion i didn't like it at all i'm definitely I, <laughs> i'm ready to uh to hear your opinion let me get yeah. all these and i i just said that out of uh, you know, drama. It wasn't shit. I know. I it just, if you think it was shit, be honest. I I think, I, it, I think it it had its pretty shit. It, it there's a lot of it that I feel like is shit. All right, but it had its redeeming moments and some entertaining moments. Give it to me. What is it? I've been dying want, to know. To just, tell me. Just, tell me. Just, tell me. <laughs> it's been eating me alive. Promising young woman is okay. not a good. Film. I knew it. It's I not, knew that yeah. was going to be the one that you didn't like. And I because knew you I knew, thought but there I was, was no to... way someone cannot like these other two yeah. movies. No, so. and I knew you knew. I just was trying to like, pull, you know, make you think you didn't know. But yeah, no. Promising young woman is. Um, I, I don't know how it's on this list. I don't know how it, it it's nominated. I guess. You know, I'm going to get called sexist for this, but I guess women is how it got nominated. Is all I can figure. Um, so tell me before I tell you why I liked it. Okay. Tell me why you didn't like it. Um, it's a feminist piece. Okay. And it's not entertaining at all. I could watch a film like this on Lifetime. I feel like I've seen a film like this before. Wow. Uh, the These story are is words. extremely predictable. I knew right from from it's the moment. I don't want to give spoil. Well. No, okay, all right. Spoiler yeah. alert. We're, this isn't a spoiler episode, all right? She fucking dies. Move on. <laughs> I, I I knew right from uh, the moment she met uh, Bo, because I don't remember his real name. Or, well, not his real name, but his name in the movie. I knew right away what was going to happen. That was spoiled for, that. for me ahead of time. Was it really? So I was curious to see whether that would be effective on someone. Completely saw right through that okay. from the get-go. And especially, like... It's ironic because I really like the montage they do when they're like falling in love and they're going through all the doing this stuff together. I really like that. Don't tell me you like the the bit in the drugstore. I hated that part. I didn't like when they're it, dancing like, around the drugstore. I just wanted the employees to be like, "Get the fuck out of my store!" Yeah, please. From that aspect of it, when you pull yourself out of it, yeah, it looks really fucking annoying. And I would it be was that, so. I'd be that too. I'm but, normally but I like musical time, moments like that in movies. It captures that stupidness of falling in love. That like how you just do dumb shit, you know? It's all about the, about the other person, and you don't really pay attention to how fucking dumb you're being, you know? So I, I liked that. But at the same time, from that even further cemented, okay, they're taking all this time to show this relationship. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely... He, he had a part in it. And then the reveal of it again, just like, yeah, okay, I fucking knew. Um, and the fact that this... That this... Um, that this woman waited so long to be like, oh yeah, there's a videotape of this thing that you've dedicated your life to. Hmm. Like, really? 
You never once thought to be like, you know, hey, I know how fucked up you're being about this and how much, like, I don't know. No whatever. one knew. No one knew. She kept this all to herself. I mean. But, okay. I think. All right, keep going. Keep going. Uh, I don't want to dismantle no, your no, points no. yet. It's fine. Well, you can't. It's okay. But the, in the, in the, I don't want to provide counterpoints yet. I completely knew that she was going to die. And when she, I didn't when see she that coming at up, all. When she opens up her little toolkit, first of all, let's get back to the beginning. She never once, what is the fucking purpose of everything she's doing? Just so the guy's like, Fucking with guys. Oh, uh-oh. Making guys think actually, twice before they prey on women. But are they really going to? What's the repercussion? Maybe. The repercussion what? is that maybe, we don't know. Is she killing these guys? Maybe there are some she's of the guys not. that she's killed. No, she's not. We don't know. That's the point. Well, yes, we do. We see them again. Don't we? Don't we see Do we the... see all of them? We don't see all of them. Okay. She, has, she has pages in her notebook. What I, and that's another thing. Why all these different colors? They exactly. explain that. Why the, well, I thought for sure. That's what I was hoping for. That was a redeeming value. I was going to be like, okay, maybe the black marker means she let him go. The red one, she means she killed him. And the blue one is like... I don't know. She got him hidden somewhere or something. But there was nothing said about that. So, and it's not an even, you could say, oh, it's left left, left up to interpretation, but... Not really when you see some of these guys alive then later. like. Well, did you go back and pay attention to what color she marked them? No. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. See if there's a correlation. Yeah. I bet there's not, though, because I bet they you didn't bet give it a not. damn bit of thought. You, you know why there was a different color? Why? Why? For the same reason all her nails are painted different. So it could be artistic. All these different okay. fucking colors. Okay. I guarantee it there was no real valuable reason for that. And I will <sighs> bet money on that. Because this movie is not a good movie. And this movie is just a woman. I guarantee you... Okay, if she... Who's the fucking director, anyway? Emerald Fennel. Written and directed by Emerald Fennel. Okay, well... I'm just saying... Going back to what I said about the um, the no repercussions and nothing that, that they're being punished for. They're just like, oh, shit, she's not actually drunk. I guess I better get my hand out of her vagina. Like, that's it. Like, is she getting off on this, too? Cause, maybe like, she is. Maybe that's maybe the point. Maybe she is. But then, like, maybe supposedly, or whatever, I believe she's not doing anything to these men. And then um, the end of it with her and, and, the, and the guy who was responsible or whatever, like, she's, she's got these tools laid out like she's going to cut him up. No, she's fucking not. Because this movie's afraid to do anything like that. They're not going to have this no, bloody, like, no, fucking... No, I don't think it's afraid. I, I think do. that that subverted your expectations. I think that I personally, I didn't see her dying coming at all. I think that I did, it would have been way more predictable to have no. her carve him up, cut his dick off. I totally would have seen not that coming. I thought she knocked him all out. She's going to kill him. She's going to no. kill them. She's going to get away with it. That's it. Not the least bit. I didn't think so nope. at all. I no. did not see the Gran Torino coming. I 100% saw what happened. Oh, fantastic film, by the way. But I did not. Uh, or I, I completely saw that coming. And on top of that, I knew what the setup was. I knew the fact that later she... I didn't know it was going to be in text form like that, of course. I'm not that fucking, whatever, uh, intuitive. But I knew that it was going to come down to her death puts them away. I fucking knew that. How do you not see that? Like, I mean, I maybe she's... she. I didn't see it coming at all. I thought and that... Wait a minute. Another thing. Sorry. One more thing. Is this movie not billed as being part comedy? Because where was the comedy? Did you laugh? Because I fucking didn't. I, I wasn't billed as a comedy. What, I don't know. It wasn't. was. It was billed as a, uh, uh, I believe, thriller comedy. Maybe that's and maybe that's because if they were honest about it, people wouldn't go in and see it. Maybe, and I probably wouldn't. Well, I kind of. I think to, it's important. It was not fucking funny at all. There was one funny moment that I laughed when when he's I don't, he's killed her. I don't think this is funny material. I don't think it should be funny. 
honestly. Well, and, and that's another thing is when I say it's feminist, like, every fucking guy in the movie is a rapist now? Like, Not, well... Yeah. Yeah, no, every damn yeah. Moment. Well, they're showing men are terrible. Single... This is men are terrible. The movie. I'm not a terrible fucking man. You, are, do you rape people on no. the weekends? No. You sure? Because no. you're acting like it. No. <laughs> but it's showing. I think the whole point of showing them going through this whole Bull Burnham thing is that any guy can be terrible, right? I think it's showing that every guy is terrible. That's what I think. The I think is. that all of these interactions that she has with these men when she's pretending to be drunk at her apartment were hard to watch. And I think they were hard to watch. They were hard for me to watch. And I think they were hard for me to watch because they seem like I could see guys actually doing this. This is probably something that women actually have to deal with. And the see, fact that they, the fact that women have to go out and deal with this is 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 a societal issue that needs to be uh, dealt with. No doubt, absolutely. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying I think this movie had a different agenda, and I think it was, and I think it was trying to be funny. I think that's where the comedy comes in. You can't watch those scenes and not think they weren't trying to be funny about it. But that's just it. It wasn't funny. Because I was so busy being feeling sick about it, because I'm like, this is fuck. Every dude is gonna be, is gonna rape this woman. At least throw one in, that that is like, that it's a gentleman, and she's just maybe thrown off by one. Well, I didn't get my way with that one. Nothing. There's no variety. Every fucking man did it. Like, why not? You telling me not one man just saw her and took her home, or 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 called her a fucking taxi? Maybe either they're saying none of them did, or they didn't think it was worth showing even once. And they didn't. Either it wasn't way is bad. worth. It wasn't worth showing. Why? It wasn't worth why? showing. You just answered my own. I don't know why it wasn't worth showing. Don't but you clearly think it would they... be to to convey that that's not your message. No, I think the message of the movie. Th- I literally said this is men are terrible. The movie. I don't think you're wrong. Okay. That's the message. Oh, okay. I don't think okay. it's. I don't okay. think it's Maybe the worst I... message you could have. I think there's worse messages. Men, men are generally terrible. Messages, there's tons of guys I know who are fucking shitbags. Do you think if we had the message that women were terrible and they're all a bunch of sluts that it would go over as well? No, but men haven't really been systematically oppressed over the years. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know you know that I, I, I fall on the feminist side of all this stuff. You should know me well enough by now. I'm not, and I'm not saying that I don't sympathize and that I don't see the truth in, in a lot of things, but I'm just... I'm not for for the propaganda. I'm not one to sit there and, like, I think that it's the same way with all the other shit that's going on in the world. I don't want to get political, but, like, you know, everybody wants to be on one side or the other. The cops or or the black people or the cops or whoever's against the cops. But it's not that way. It's not black and white. And I think it's fucked up to ever picture it that way. And to do it that way, I think, is irresponsible. That's what yeah. it is. That's what it paints a very black and white picture, and I think that that's irresponsible to do that ever, no matter how much your your message is important, no matter how much you want to convey something. Well, so what? To look at it. All right, you want me to be a dick about this? Go ahead. Were there good Nazis? Were all Nazis bad, or were there some good Nazis? Do you think there were some that were just okay? I Okay, that, hold on, I'll explain. That is definitely, I could give you an answer to that and say that no, not necessarily all were bad in the sense that I don't know. But if I if I could know, I'm sure there were some that didn't agree with Hitler and maybe even tried to. Maybe you're. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty big history buff, but I, maybe you know more than I do. But I think some of them probably uh, decided not to, or to fight back, or to shoot right. I'm sure there were. So yes, they're probably. And, and that's then. Do you call them a Nazi? I don't know. But I do believe that there were some that that probably revolted or probably didn't agree. And if they didn't, then you know. I mean, yes, I think ultimately the message of this movie really is that whatever you did in your past is still going to haunt you. People don't change, and everyone is terrible. Honestly, 
That I didn't really, I didn't fucking... really like this movie that much. The more that I'm thinking about it, it's, <laughs> no. it's, it's, no, no, Am I honestly, winning? no, you are winning. <laughs> You're kind of winning this. I, there are elements that I like. Let me go over the positives. I, I liked Carrie Mulligan's performance. I don't think it was her best performance, but I did like it. I thought that the casting of all the dudes was really spot on. I thought Christopher Men's Ploss paying a creeper, great. I thought Bo Burnham turning out to be a creeper, great. Youth said it was predictable. It was already spoiled for me. Yeah. I like him as an actor either way. See, I didn't like him acting. I, thought, I don't want to cut you off, but I did not like his acting. Okay. Sorry. I thought Other. the whole sequence with her in the restaurant with Allison Brie and then it ending up... I knew there was no way she was doing fucked up shit to these girls. There's no way she's going to do the same stuff that happened to her or her friend to these other girls. Right. I, I, that, I thought that was meant to be predictable because she's not going to end up being that terrible. She's going to do bad things to other people, maybe. But not innocent people. That Yeah. Yeah. This girl didn't deserve that, so she yeah. didn't actually do it. But the way that she made her think about it, the way that she made, it th- made her think that something happened to her, I thought that was genius. I thought that whole sequence was really good. Um... I, I enjoyed the ending sequence when she, she gets all dressed up. I didn't see any trailers, so nothing was spoiled for me ahead of time. I don't know what was shown in the marketing. Um, I like the whole the whole ending sequence. I was not expecting her to die. I That totally subverted my expectations. I very much so enjoyed that whole... It was hard to watch him sitting on top of her and strangling her for like fucking five minutes, but... I don't know. I, I think it was... I will say that. That was one of the only moments that I... From a realistic filmmaking aspect in, in depicting murder in any sort of way, I think was done super well. Okay. Most situations like that would have been so brief. Yeah. Not only just for the sake of... I was this, kind of like, after about 10 seconds, I was expecting him to be like, okay, she's dead. Yeah. And then she'd be like, pop up or something. Yeah. Right? But no, like, not only that, but the, just... It wasn't as simple as, oh, I'm and dying and then I'm dead. It was it was definitely so drug out and so, like... I like the way they fade from him lying there. He's sitting there, and then they fade to it's morning, and he's still sitting there. He's yeah. clearly affected by the fact that he's just murdered this girl. And then his best man comes in, and his best man is played by the guy. I can't forget his name. I mean, I can't remember his name. He was Schmidt on Next Girl. Again... Great A casting, I think, because he's so good at playing a douchebag. This yeah. time he's a douchebag, but he's off the leash. It was also very funny too. Like I, that was the only moment that I actually laughed, which sounds See, terrible. That's, that but I like, felt like that was the part where they were trying to be. These are cringy frat boys. Like I didn't yeah. think I didn't think that was supposed to be funny, honestly. Really? Because yeah. that's the part that cracked me up when he's just like, I wish I could remember what he said. Yep, and he's just nope. like. What did you do? Like, how did you... How did... I don't know. Just, I mean, that was... Like, that... Yeah. I. If you're talking about that, that was funny. Yeah, like, but the dialogue between them once he realized... His general demeanor, I mean... I love the whole... The whole ending sequence. The way they used that Angel song, I have not... I did not expect any movie to come close to using it as well as Deadpool did. Did they top Deadpool? No, nothing can. But <laughs> I liked it a lot. When the cops come in and they haul that guy off, I was like, yes, fuck you. And the random casting in this movie. Alfred Molina shows up as a random lawyer for yeah, 10 minutes. That was Clancy cool. Brown is her dad. Fantastic. I I liked it a lot. Are there issues with the script? Yes. Are all the guys terrible? Yes. Is was... that a good message to send? I don't know. I I don't think all men are terrible. I think that I think that saying all men are terrible is like saying all of any group are terrible. I think you're right. To make broad generalizations is bad. You can say that there are groups where the vast majority of them are terrible. I will agree with that, but I will not say... I'm not saying the vast majority of men are terrible. 
but there are groups where the vast majority of them are terrible. But to say that there's a group where every single member is terrible, I can think of the KKK, I can think of like the Aryan Brotherhood, I can think of groups like that. But just general groupings of people to say that they're all terrible is not the right message to send. Yeah. Um, I, to, to, to compare that, to say that all men are, are terrible, and to compare it to a group like Nazis or the KKK or anything like that, that would just be like saying all rapists are terrible. Like, yeah, duh. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. they've already decided. They've made yeah. that decision. It's not as, as general as saying a gender is... I don't... Pers- you know, I, I, I definitely understand why this movie was nominated for Best Picture. I think technically it was pretty good. Um, overall, uh, it's a, it's a solid seven for me. I hope, I, I sincerely do not think it deserves Best Picture. The Oscars are meaningless, but whatever meaning they may have, it does not deserve Best Picture. Yeah, I'm, I, I will give it a solid four. Okay. I, I respect that. I thought a lot about it. I decided on a four long ago, because I, and that's just for the few redeeming moments where I actually laughed. I did laugh at the end where, like, the one guy's running away, and, you know, it's like, what, are you really going to get away? Yeah. Uh... Like I said, there was the scene in the in the drugstore you didn't actually like, but I did actually kind of take something away from that. It was I I did not enjoy that scene. I was the whole time I was like, this is going on too long. Like I wanted to super, end. Yeah, it's super cringy and it did go on too long. But I I just like I said, I just liked the way it kind of captured how silly and stupid love can be. You know? Okay, I mean I get that. But, um, fuck you, train. Choo choo train, motherfucker. <sighs> it just adds atmosphere. Is it? Gonna, Paul, you know what Paul Simon it. says. <laughs> Paul Simon says, everybody loves the sound of a train in the distance. Okay. Well, everybody thinks it's true. You heard him, guys. We're going to keep going. We won't cut this yep. out then. If you, yep. if you hear a train, it's because there's a train nearby. Yep. So I apologize for that. But Paul Simon says, enjoy it. So bitches, enjoy it. Yes. Anyway. Um, so another uh, random interlude topic that I want to bring up. Trains? People have been bashing Nomadland a lot for not really? taking down Amazon. And oh. I'm thinking about I, when I was watching it. I was thinking, oh, this movie just makes Amazon look like such a great fucking place to work. Right. Amazon is a terrible place to work, and Amazon is a yeah, terrible company. Yeah, we didn't really mention that, did we? But the message of this movie is not about. It's Amazon. not showing the effects of this woman's life. It's not showing the effects of Amazon and this woman's life. It's right. a brief stopover. This is not an Amazon documentary. If you're going to dismantle this movie and drag it down for being affiliated with Amazon, then people need to look at this Mythic Quest show. With Rob McElhenney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He plays Mac on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's one of my favorite sitcoms. And he created this TV show for Apple TV called Mythic Quest about game developers. And it's co-produced and and produced in partnership with Ubisoft. Ubisoft Uh is a big corporation that has a history (laughs) of harboring sexual abusers and sexual harassers. And this is something that should be more widely known. So if anyone wants to get mad at Chloe Zhao for working with Amazon on Nomadland, they need to get even more mad at Rob McElhenney for working with Ubisoft, yeah. Rob McElhenney and Apple, for working with Ubisoft on Mythic Quest. That's, that's, that's a double standard. Okay? Sorry. Hold all of the corporations accountable or hold none of them accountable. Yes, sir. So with that, what movie do you want to talk about next? All right, yeah, so I guess that's it. And I wanted to say, when you were talking about not knowing anything about that movie before you watched it, I yeah. didn't know shit. When you said what it was called, I thought it was a period piece. Really? I okay. I had no fucking clue. My <laughs> so, mom actually told it, told me about it. Yeah, I, so when I saw what it was, I was really like, oh, wow, this is not what I thought. Um, all right, well, um, the most fresh in my mind is Judas, but um, 
Which of... one was your favorite? We'll save that for last. Okay. Oh, save favorite for last? Save your favorite for last. Okay, then we'll... Because we'll I don't have a favorite of these three. I absolutely... I mean, I, I have a favorite of the two. No, I don't. I like them both. I can't even say I, I pick, can pick a favorite because I, I like them both so much. I like them both very much. I do have a clear favorite, but not by a long shot just because they're both fantastic. But, okay. Um, I'm curious. Uh, my favorite, hands down, though, is Trial. Okay. The trial okay. is awesome. Um, so we'll go to Judas uh, and the Black Messiah then. Like I said, that one is actually the most uh, relevant. Um, uh, something I, Before we even get into it, something I learned after the fact, just doing a little bit of research... Um, because I love the score in this movie. Did you? Yes. Did you like it? I, the, yes. Like, I'm not even a big jazz person, but it was like, so good. It was so good. Oof. And then I find out that it's a 40 year old Brooklyn based, uh, or I'm sorry, <laughs> the, the director is the 40 year old Brooklyn based, uh, but it's his uncle. Really? Who is a Harlem jazz musician. Holy shit. Yeah, it composed That's the score. That's awesome. Yeah, I hadn't, I mean, of course I had no idea, but I uh, just was curious about the score and looked it up, and I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, right away, right from the opening, the score caught me, you know? I was like, oh, this is different. Um, but yeah, so Judas, do you want to start or me? Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go first go on this it. one. Um, I was not familiar with the story of Fred Hampton. Um, I knew that the government did terrible things, of course. But I didn't know that they did things to that extent. And it is eye-opening. I think this is an important movie, and in today's political climate, it should be viewed by as many people as possible. That's my, that's my belief. I think that technically, it's, it's brilliant. I love the direction. I love the cinematography. The casting. Or not the casting. The costuming. The casting is also great. The costuming for a period piece is so good. I love all the Black Panther costumes. They look so authentic and accurate everyone in this movie looks like they belong yes it's so good they look like they were ripped from a documentary they look like they were ripped from a photograph of the of 1968 1969 um i thought martin sheen was so he was like the the j edgar hoover i never knew i needed you never <laughs> yeah. knew he could make such a j a good j edgar until he did and oh, j yeah. edgar hoover was a terrible person by the way i don't know if anybody <laughs> knows but he had such power and influence he had more power and influence than one man should ever hold yeah um so do a little research there everybody because uh yeah he was a bad person um i thought that the performances in this movie were so powerful i thought that you could you could really see in lakeith stanfeld's face how conflicted bill o'neill was yes. when he when he was doing what he was doing you he didn't want spoiler alert he didn't want to go in there and drug fred hampton yeah. but he did and ultimately, he he was the Judas. This is such a good... The title is perfect because really that's is. what it is. Yeah. He's the Judas to Fred Hampton's Black Messiah. Messiah. He yeah. drugs him and then the police go in. And like th it, this is exactly how it happened. What the police said, I read in my own research, that Dominique Fishback got advice from the real Deborah Johnson that when she was there and they were executing Fred Hampton, she didn't cry because she didn't want to look weak. So she told Dominique Fishback specifically, do not cry in that scene because I didn't want to look weak. Yeah. And so... That's awesome to know. Um, what they say, though, in that scene, uh, like, oh, he's still alive, and then they shoot him, well, he's good and dead now, that's a quote for verbatim. The oh, people that man. did that raid were evil. The fact that this actually happened and the government orchestrated the assassination of an American citizen is insane. Yeah. Um, it's disturbing. 
so and it shows the lengths that this go- that the government will go to suppress people. Angry thinking about it now, it really does. So fucking angry. Um, so that's pretty much I would say. Um, I just love this fucking movie. It's fantastic. Um, I can't say I can't I can't say any negatives. So I'll just let you yeah. take it from here. Yeah, no, I I got nothing negative to say, and I agree with you on every point you made. Um, fantastic, fantastic casting, fantastic acting, fantastic um, portrayal of like with the costumes, everything. I felt the same way. So good, so so good. And uh, um, God, I don't even know what else there is to say about it. I feel like I'm just going to be reiterating everything you said. Um, I mean, say whatever, man. You know, if your opinions, if, yeah, if our, no, if our no, opinions, we, we're not going to differ on everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got that one out of the way first, got to right. say. Uh, God, yeah. I just had such a great, like, it, it, well, I say that. I had a great time watching it, but at the same time, extremely angry. Um, but I found myself in a similar way when, when we talk about trial, I'll mention it. But, um, like, talking to the I know that I'm having a fucking great time or at least I'm very much enjoying a film when I'm sitting there either talking yelling or exhibiting some sort of emotion to the TV like and I'm just like yes in the moment when the when they're ready to you know what's going to happen or at least again I didn't know anything before about Fred Hampton either but I knew a little bit more once because I had seen the trial first yeah I should say I did I knew that it was an unexpected crossover between these two movies Fred Hampton is actually in both movies, played by different actors. Right. And so I at least knew how things were going to end. And um, so the moment when they're all coming up to the door and they see the shadows under the door, that is such a fucking intense moment for me, knowing what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I'm just like, get away from the door, get away from the fucking door. And then they, he goes and, and he then, answers it and they just shoot yeah. him without, like, it was it's like, so horrible. It, you know, it's history, it happened, you can't change it, but I just wanted it to fucking change. Yeah. I was just so badly like, no, just get your guns, like, do something. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's already written. It's so hard to watch, but... Oh, and I'm just like yelling at the TV as they're getting slaughtered, and just yep. like fucking, just just stop, stop, stop shooting. And then it's, that moment when it's so horrible when when he does, you know, when the guy just uh, executes him. executes him, yeah, like oh he's still alive. And then oh god, I was so furious. Like yeah. I had to, I needed a a palate cleanser after that. I needed something to calm Same. me down. I was so Same. furious. Um, it's not I, right. That sort of injustice is uh, is sickening. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, I was angry before. I was super angry to just jump into the trial a little bit. I was super angry when, you know, you find out how things went down in the, from in the trial's perspective. Uh, but then getting to know him, obviously not the real him, but getting to know him as the way he's portrayed. Yeah. Uh, you, you grow to love this guy. Like, he's, you know. And then, yeah, it was just so hard to watch. Um Heart-wrenching, I would say. This movie is heart-wrenching. Um, and even for O'Neal, because you, you feel, um, I don't know. He has his own reasons for doing it. He does. He's not but just you, doing it to be a bastard. Yeah. He, you can tell he doesn't want to drug him. He even says he doesn't want to poison him. Yeah. He, that, he is very conflicted. God, that moment. Yeah. When he goes up to him in the house and says... Uh, Ask him if he wants a drink. Wants a drink. I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh. God, that so acting was so good. So heartbreaking. Like uh, Lakeith Stanfield deserves a yes. nomination for that scene alone. I would be. I'm not trying to jump, you know, to whatever. Like I, I, I and I said, trial is my favorite. I think I just had a more enjoyable experience with trial. Had a really okay. much funner, funner, more fun time with trial. 
because you know it wasn't so bitter or bitter so i got super heated at some moments during that oh, movie oh so did i we'll, we'll get into that but anyway yeah, yeah, yeah uh so yeah just to finish talking about this judas but I, sure. I would uh judas and trial the i i feel comfortable already saying that from everything we've watched those two are my favorites period so far. So far, really? So far, yeah, absolutely. I would honestly, I think I would agree because they're both historical and they're both important and yeah, they should both be seen important. by everyone. I think yeah. that regardless of the other movies on the list, these are the two that should really they be seen by everyone yeah. everywhere. Absolutely. Yep. So what's your rating? Uh I don't feel comfortable with giving tens just because I feel like I'm holding out for a ten, but that's stupid. I give it a ten. Same 100%. ten. Ten out of ten, yeah. Um I'd I can think of literally nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah, same. I'd feel guilty giving it any less. I literally don't have a single negative thing to say about it. Nope. Um, yeah. So, Trial was your favorite. I'll let you start on that one. Okay. So, Trial, and I do have some notes. Uh, Pull up your notes. All right. Well, <clears throat> I told Adam he was going to start, but I'll go over the movie specs real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Might as well. We didn't go over the mo- the specs for the... Well, no. We, we went over... We went over... We said Emerald Fennel directed. Did we? So, Judas and the Black Messiah was written and directed by Shaka King, uh, also co-written by Will Burson. This is Shaka King's directorial debut. I can't wait to see what uh, they oh, do yeah. next. Um, now I'm going to pull up the trial. So, the trial of the Chicago 7 is written and directed by The Goat... Or Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> I can't say he's the goat of directing, but I can say he's the goat of writing. This motherfucker can write dialogue like no one else writes dialogue, and everyone knows it. Yep. Um, this movie has such a stacked fucking cast. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, Sasha Baron Cohen, Daniel Flaherty, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Michael Keaton, Frank Langella, John Carroll Lynch, Eddie Redmayne, Mark Rylance, Jeremy Strong. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. This movie is just nothing but good actors reading good dialogue it's just oof. speaking of actors dude sasha baron cohen i had no idea could play a role like that i've never seen him Have you never anything. did you ever see sweeney todd no oh man okay no i haven't so that's okay um but yeah him as abby uh was and then okay spoilers <laughs> but getting into what actually you know happens to him 20 years later spoilers for history everybody hello <laughs> yeah spoilers for history uh, that he committed suicide. That that, that was, was sad. That was so sad. When I read that, because I really liked him. Yeah. Um, the editing in this movie is so good. Yeah. I love this scene. I'm going to start off on this one. Yeah, Fuck it, go it took it. too long. Fuck it, that's fine. <laughs> uh, the, the, when he's doing stand-up, and they're going back and forth on the events that led up to them storming the hill, and he's talking about the frat boy douchebags harassing the chick on the yeah. guy's shoulders, and it's cutting back and forth between him and the, the scene on the field. Like, my heart was beating. I was like, holy shit, it's getting yes, real. Yes, It was so well done. Well, and let's get back to, like, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of jumped like, right into the middle No, no, there. no, it's fine, but just, like, the beginning and the opening, and they're showing each one of them in their little speeches, like, uh, what they're going to do, and, yep. you know, and how each one varied and all that. Like, just was such a great introduction. I didn't know what the hell it was about. Before I before I even sat down to watch it, I had no clue. And then in that moment, then I knew as I as you know, I knew nothing. Saw a trailer, nothing about it. Um, this movie was this movie elicited such a powerful emotional response yes. from me, and uh, I was so just so engrossed in it. Like mm-hmm. I was like I'm watching like you fly know, on the wall. Yeah, like I'm a fly on the wall uh, when like the you know the the biggest case or the biggest trial or whatever like the. 
you know, just couldn't get any more into it than I already was. I mean, like I said, I was there yelling at the TV when I things laughed, were happening. I laughed. I was furious. God. I cried three times, honestly. I cried twice. I can tell you I all three twice. times I cried. I, oh, I, go ahead. I cried when they, uh, honestly, I cried when the judge tied up the, the black guy. When yeah. he tied up the Black Panther, I cried. When when they brought him out and everybody's reactions to it, yeah, that's when it, like it hit me that's right when away. That's when it hit me. I was like, "Holy shit! Hit this me. actually happened to this person yeah. in a courtroom." And that's when, when it hit me. When I was they like, I said can't. that to him, when they like actually spoke to the judge, and they're like, "Judge, you just tied and gagged a black man." Yeah, national, like, y- yeah. Thinking what? about like, it gives me chills. Yeah, same. It's horrible. Same. I cried when. I have to look at his name because this is a real person. Oh, I cried. Oh, I know what you're say. Honestly, I cried when Dellinger punched the guy. Yes, I was going to say that. I was like, that. he's that was been pushed to the point. The yes. pacifist is punching people. And That's how far so, he's been pushed. I when he when he hit him, I immediately went, "Oh no!" That gives me chills too. Yeah, I mean, like I immediately, uh, as much as I like, I can be a temperamental dude. And yeah, I get. I felt heated like he did, but I just remember in the moment thinking, "Don't do anything stupid. Don't yep. do anything." And, and then, then he, he does, did it. Uh, and I, I verbally, I audibly went, "Oh no!" Yeah, same. And then no. I started, and when he says, "I hit him," I, was I like, cried. No, yes, I'm like, same, "Oh same. man." Okay, so uh, it wasn't just me. No, no, it was not just you. And then I'm not gonna lie, I also did cry at the end when Tom stands up and starts reading oh, all yes. the names. I How was like, not? oh my god, this is I so powerful. I cried and I shit you not, on my own, sitting in my living room at whatever fucking o'clock at night, with nobody else there, I not only cried at that moment, but I clapped. It's such a good I movie. It's it a, was, such yes. a, a good movie. This is such an important movie. It yes. needs to be seen by everyone. Um, we're not spoiling anything. This all actually happened. Right. And anything we we could we could we could summarize the entire plot for you and it wouldn't do the movie justice. No. Uh this is this is such a fantastic piece of filmmaking. Yep. Um the 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 comebacks with like Abby and and uh, and uh, what's his name the shit they would say back to the judge. Yep. Oh my God, the, the shit with the judge in the beginning where he's like, just so nobody gets confused. Yep. Um, you know, this is me and that's it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And I grew to hate that guy. Like, I didn't know I could. Frank Langella's <laughs> performance. I've seen Frank Langella in other movies. Yes. He was in Frost Nixon. Yeah. Um, he's actually in. Let's see. He he's won Tonys. He's he's a he's been around for a long time. He's eighty three. Wow, he looks good for eighty three. Damn, he's a handsome guy. I've always thought. Yeah, he's yeah. actually from New Jersey. Is that a recent picture? That's actually from. Okay, that's from nine years ago. Well, still. But still. Yeah. Anyway, I hated Frank Langella with a passion in this movie. He does such a good job playing this judge. As just this, honestly, I thought this motherfucker had dementia at times. I was like, so "Are you I. serious?" I thought he was legitimately. How are you a judge? He was just, just wasn't all Who, with it. Like, oh my god. Yeah. And he's a real judge, and it. This is all stuff that actually happened, and that's what blows my mind. That's what makes this movie so powerful. Is all this yeah. stuff actually happened? The fact that I mean, I could get, there's so many things I want to say, but like, um, uh, when they when they bring in Michael Keaton's character, uh, the the general, um. Oh, shit. Ramsey Clark, the attorney general. Yeah, attorney general. The ex-attorney general ex-attorney, at the time. Yeah. And the fact that they won't let him speak in front of the uh, I was like, are you serious? Are and you then on serious? Top of that, he's like, are you oh. going to make this, are you going to make this, make the jury aware of what just, no. Are you fucking I kidding me? I was incensed. Me? I was so angry. Oh my God. I was like shaking with anger. Yeah. I am now. That was, same, um, that was so bad. And, uh, 
um, the moment where I'm just I'm just literally thinking of moments and going with it. Yeah. Um, the moment when uh, Abby's talking to, uh, um, oh shit, who's he talking to? Um, what's the youngest name? The Tom. One? Yeah, he's talking to Tom. Tom. Uh, Was it when they're going back and forth at each other? And they're going back at the and end, forth towards and the, the end. Towards the end. Not That's what I. Yeah. Not when they're fighting, but after that, when they're well, that was that was great too. Yeah. Wrong. But okay. when they're talking about how he's like, they got this audio recording and, and that too. Yeah. And they, they play it out okay. loud and then okay. they get to the point of where he's like, he's got a thing with how he. I'm not good with the verbiage here, but mm-hmm. where he says, you know, he explains it and how he meant to say it. Basically. Sure, yeah, yeah. And that moment there between them, like, that was so good. Yeah. I just love that moment. Yep. Um, I was... Sasha with that did an incredible job. I was such a big fan. I love John Carroll Lynch and everything. He plays in my favorite episode of The Walking Dead ever, which is the one with the yeah. goat cheese man yeah, and the, the stick and Morgan. That the That's the best episode of that You're show, right. in my opinion. Um, or at least it's my favorite. Man. That is a great one. And he did such a good job in this movie. It's it's insane. He should have been nominated. He should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that a nomination went to Sasha Baron Cohen. That's good. Yeah, that is. But they both did good jobs. Oh, well, they both did. Um, yeah. I get they can only nominate so many people, but goddamn, every single performance in this movie is so good. That moment where he's sitting there, um, uh, Dellinger, when he's like, um, I forget what was being said, what they were actually talking about in the moment, but he's like, I'm literally a Boy Scout leader. <laughs> like, yeah. That was so yep. good. So many good moments. Um, uh, yeah, I wrote down about like what we already talked about. And okay, we punched him, so I don't need to talk about that. Um, of course, the treatment of Bobby Seal, like we talked about that, like, terrible. Fucking just the fact that that occurred in a courtroom in the United States. That right there, he should that judge. He should have been disbarred been, exactly or, in the moment. Do or, judges get disbarred? Is that how it works? He should have been exiled. Whatever that, whatever, however they no exile someone judicially, the, they should have yeah, done it. Yeah, whatever it's called, that's what should have fucking happened. Um, um the special m- shout out also, I just want to say to Mark Rylance. God damn, this guy can act. Who's that? Uh, he played Kunstler. Oh, okay. I couldn't yeah, spot yeah. him. I've seen him in movies before. Um, I've seen, actually, I think maybe the only movie I've seen him in is Dunkirk. Um, but I recognized him, but he was so good. And, and some of those scenes, like he just portrays the frustration yeah. and the disbelief at this sham of a trial. Yeah. So well. Um, uh, speaking back to Michael Keaton, first of all, which is, was a surprise. I didn't know it was going to happen. I loved his performance. And yeah, I loved, same. I didn't know he was in it. Uh, loved every every moment. Literally everything he said, I loved. Um, but the moment when he first meets with them and he's like, you know, we got to have these guys in the room. Like what, you know? So you've already decided. And and then he says what he says, uh, or Tom says to. Him, I think it was Tom says to. Him, he starts to say it, and then Tom courage. cuts him off. And says you have to have the courage. Yeah. And he's like, let me finish. Yeah, and then he finishes. Nah, I'm your star witness, motherfuckers. Let's go. And then he's like... At that point, I was getting pumped. And then he looks at him and says, found some courage. Or he says, I found some. I think yep, that's all he yep, said. Yep. Found some. I was, just I was like, like oh, yes. Yes. And then it goes right back and down to... And then it goes to, downhill. Oh, wow. Downhill. Is that what you meant? Yeah, like, it goes right back down yeah. to downhill, you know, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. get... And he's testifying, and the judge and is like, nope. immediately nope. brought back down. Get out of here. I don't want to hear it. Like, they had it, and then, oh, that's it. It was so terrible. 
Um, I was talking to my my son, who was 11 years old, talking to him about it and explaining this whole thing to him because I wanted him to. I knew he probably couldn't sit through the movie, but I wanted him to know about this. Yeah. I want him to learn these things. And and when I'm telling him and describing these moments to him, uh, that one in particular with Michael Keaton and how like they completely turn that away and like he he of course because he's not stupid, but he's like, what? He didn't understand it either. Like. <sighs> That right there alone should just tell you that kids even... You know, it doesn't take a fucking genius to realize how corrupt and how evil yeah. that, that was. Yep. Anyway. Um, yeah, and then, of course, the way they uh, the way they showed... Um, or, you know, didn't really show it, but the way they depicted uh, Fred Hampton being murdered. Um, you know, just the flashes, and then you it find was, out what happened. Yep. yep. It was tasteful. I, I was tasteful. It was, it was tastefully done. Yeah. Uh, it was tastefully done in both movies, I must say. Oh, yeah. Neither, Don't get I me mean, wrong. it was... Yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah had more moments of action, yeah. but it was not gratuitous. The, the um, trial did what it needed to do. Yes, the trial did the, what it needed yeah. to do, and it wasn't gratuitous either. Right. Um, so, I can probably already guess your rating for this movie. My rating is a 10. It broke the scale. Um, it's a twenty. No. If, if I could, if I could break the scale, I would for this one. Same. It's just, it's, it's not even. It's just a must watch. This is a must watch for everyone. I don't yes. care what kind of movies you like or don't like. No matter. This your, is important. Your religion, your race, your age. Yep. Well, political wait, party. Wait till you're old enough to understand, but yeah, yeah like because then you. Won't I don't care it, what but... you believe in. You should watch this movie. Yes. Because it, it's extremely important. Yep. Absolutely. And Aaron Sorkin, being Aaron Sorkin, did nail the historical accuracy. I did some some independent research, uh, like I said about Dominique Fishback. Yeah, um, right. And uh, yeah, they really he 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 did his his research with this. I'm getting my wires crossed talking about Dominique Fishback. She was in Judas and the Black Messiah. What am I saying? Either way, Aaron Sorkin <laughs> really minute, got like, but... his historical accuracy right with The Trial of the Chicago yes. 7, which is the movie that he wrote and directed. And, uh, Let's yeah. get it straight here. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, yeah, and this is the first one uh, on our list that I've... I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of them I've loved. But this is the first one that I immediately have thought, I can't wait to share this with other people. Yes, same. I, so, I immediately wanted to think, like, or I, I wanted to know, what did you think? Did you like it as much as I did? And how many more people can I can I show can this to? to like, this, I yeah. want everyone to see this movie. It's yes. so good. Yep. So please, guys, watch it. Honestly, all it's the on Netflix. Aside, like, yes, watch it. It deserves it. Um, if you it think it's some, all the exposure, if you think it sounds boring, suck it up. It's good. Yeah, it's not. It is absolutely not. You will be thoroughly. It is gripping. You will be engrossed. You will not want to stop for nothing, and you will then want to show it to everybody. I promise you. Unless you're like void of all emotion and you know deep dark pit. I think I know one person like that. Well, even even if I, even if I lived in a deep dark pit, I would still want to watch this movie. <laughs> I would find a way. I would run an extension cord. Well, I was talking about the person that doesn't like to watch movies with unattractive people. Oh but, well, but that too. I don't know. <laughs> Are we back on that now? I just had to throw that in there. Okay. But anyway, um, so next week, next time, whenever, yes. whenever it is that. You're listening to this. On the next episode of the Subjective Cinephiles podcast, we will be covering Minari, and we will be covering The Father, as well as giving our final Oscar predictions uh, before we move on to something hopefully not so serious. Yeah. What yeah. that's going to be, we're not sure yet, but it'll be it'll be a little bit that's more That's a fun. good point. We definitely got to go with something a little less... Uh... 
we're taking these all very seriously. We're analyzing them. We're being critical. And I want to be critical with everything, but maybe go back a few decades. Yeah. You know, talk about some older movies. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one that I just actually bought on 4K will be here tomorrow is the original Blade Runner. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? I told you I hadn't seen it. You right? haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, but... Oh, we should watch that it's together. It's on HBO. Uh, we can, but it, it's on I got HBO, it on 4K? and I just started it. Oh, you did? Okay. I got about a half hour into it. I'm liking it so far. It's just I had something pulled me away. That's how I excited I am. Something. I said to you twice that I got it on 4K. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah, no, I'm down for watching on 4K. I mean, I guess that is probably... HBO Max only maybe? streams some stuff in 4K. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, maybe it's not then. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely would be down for that. I mean, it's Harrison Forge. Yeah. I'm definitely down for that. Um, um, I've been playing a lot of cyberpunk, so I've really been wanting to do some cyberpunk movies. Yeah. Um, that is definitely down that road. Huh? I've been thinking, I like Blade Runner. I like the sequel. Can you think of any other good cyberpunk movies? Hmm. Cyberpunk-esque movies. There's some that I've heard of that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Strange Days with Ray Fiennes. I've heard that that's similar. Never. Either. Um, I haven't seen Johnny Mnemonic either. Never even heard of that. Um, those are the second one is a Keanu movie actually. Really? Yep. Yep. It's a sci-fi cyberpunk Keanu movie. Never heard of it. I've never seen What's it. What's that one that we watched that was... Uh, I Upgrade. Guess it wasn't cyberpunk, I would say that's cyberpunk. Yeah. It, it's, it's like on the verge. Like, I was watching Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> Robocunt. Oh, man. My favorite porn parody, Robocop. That is a different movie, Stanton. Uh, that is not the subject matter. Of damn. <laughs> well, I had to move Debbie Does Dallas 4 out of the way to get to Robocop. <laughs> and let me tell you, I had to unstick him, but it was worth it. Oh, fucking A. All right. <laughs> anyway, I was watching RoboCop, and I was getting some serious cyberpunk vibes. The way they, they deal with evil corporations and turning a man into a machine and fusing man with machine gets very into cyberpunk territory. It's it's yeah. early cyberpunk. Um, I just thought of one. Um, and kinda. when I say cyberpunk, I'm not speaking specifically about the video game. I'm speaking about the genre right, cyberpunk. Right. I don't well, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Maybe not. Fifth Element? It's more uh, space, That's more like, just like sci-fi, yeah, sci-fi I think. Because yeah. it, it, yeah. Yeah, what was making me think cyberpunk? Did you ever see Dread? No. Not Judge Dread. I haven't seen either of those. Dread but. with Carl Urban. That is such a good movie. It's basically just like a Western ripoff of the Raid Redemption with Judge Dread. Hmm. But it's still very good. Never heard of it. Never seen it. No. Highly recommend. When you watch it, um, you'll th- you might think, "Oh man, I want a sequel to this," and then you'll look into it and you realize you're never ever gonna get a sequel to this movie, and you're gonna think, "God damn it!" Right. <laughs> Cyberpunk, though, it made when we talked about that, it made me think of steampunk, which made me think Ooh. of the game I talked to you about, Damnation. Damnation. <laughs> so I researched it. It's actually, uh, yeah, it's actually still like. Ten or fifteen dollar game. Jesus anywhere Christ. you look for it, you, yeah. that's crazy. If you want to buy it new, it's like, and it's got fans. There is a fan base of people that that remember it nostalgically. That they, they 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 want to play it again. They they there's like a Reddit. I think these are the same people that. Uh, what else do they remember nostalgically? <laughs> I'm I'm scared to know. Um, stepping. On I Legos. think they've done too many <laughs> drugs. <laughs> like. They've been on one too many DMT trips, and now they think that Damnation's a good video game. I can't game. remember any any positive feelings about that game. Just uh, regret, first of all. Regret. With buying it. Um, 
then frustration. What's your biggest... We're at the end now, so I don't even care. Yeah. What's your biggest disappointment in a game? Like, Mm. your biggest game gaming disappointment? Shit. Not necessarily a moment, but, like, one title releasing that you were really looking forward to, and it ended up not living up to your expectations whatsoever. Oh, I know. I don't know. I didn't have anything until this one just hit me like a rock, because I remember this shit. I didn't know much about video games at all. I the my first foray into mature video games was probably Grand Theft Auto Three. Ooh, uh, it was brought upon me by my brother-in-law. How old were you? I was maybe like ten or eleven. Mm. I don't know when did that come out. Whatever. Well, that came out in two thousand one. It was like when it came out. So okay. yeah, I think I would have been about twelve. I think. Was that the first M-rated mistaken. game you ever played? Yeah, I think so. My parents let me play M-rated games way too well, young. Well, it wasn't that I didn't want it. I didn't have game systems until I was about that old. Oh, uh, yeah. It wasn't until... I mean, my first game system was a PlayStation 2, and that was only because my mom was like... Uh, she was big into like horror stuff, and she wanted to play Silent Hill. And one of my nephews had, or not nephews, uncles or cousins or some shit had it. And so she's like, oh, we got to get one of these, one of the PlayStation One of these thingies, fucking shit bags. Which is actually how we ended up with a PlayStation, because it was a PS1 game, Silent Hill. But they bought a PS2 and then bought a whole bunch of PS1 games for it because they didn't Because they were all backwards compatible, right? It, yes, but they didn't know they, didn't that know? they were buying games oh, that were wow. previous okay. iterate like shit. They thought they were buying just state of the art shit. Oh. They didn't know any different. Imagine I didn't that. Know any different what if the they didn't know and then someone gave them like a what? What if they? What if they were playing Silent Hill this whole time and then somebody gave them Silent <laughs> Hill two and it just blew their just fucking minds? So it was because well, we're in GameStop and the guy's trying to explain it and I remember it and I remember understanding what he's saying but they didn't. They were just like, oh, but this will play the game I want, right? Yeah, okay, that's all that matters. Oh, my God. Like, it wasn't a situation of, oh, but that's that? Okay. No. Is that so. the first game system you ever got? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, the first game system I ever got, I started out as a PC gamer, and the Pirates of the Caribbean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out, and there was a tie-in video game called Pirates of the Caribbean. It had really nothing to do with the game, beside from Kira Knightley doing opening narration and closing narration nothing to do with the movie i was a kid i wanted it anyway right and so i got it on pc my mom's e-machine huh at the time was not powerful enough to run it i had an e-machine too and so i begged 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 her to get me an xbox and my first ever console was an original xbox i very distinctly remember going to gamestop this is funny nowadays Asking the guy, do the games have to install on here, or can I just put them in and play? And he said, nope, just put them in and play. And I'm thinking nowadays, you go to the store, you get the game, you put it in, it downloads 69 gigabytes. Six hours later, you Six hours later, you're playing the game, and then it crashes six times. you got to wait for another wait patch. For another patch or the next the update, game comes out, yeah. it's not even finished. God, those were the days. But, yeah, so... That was my first uh, console. Later on, I ended up getting some of the older ones myself, buying the Sega. I bought um, uh, an N64. But I had everything eventually. Once I okay. once I bit into the Apple, you know, or whatever you want to call it, then I was like, oh, there's this I thought you were world. a Samsung guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Anyway, uh, maybe I'll have a job tomorrow. Um, but the... Was You're going to have to edit that one out. game. I probably will, won't I? <laughs> I said it. You didn't say it. Anyway. Uh, guilty by association, brother. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, well, there's just going to be a bleep there. You guys don't need to know what I said. Yeah, just I'm bleep, gonna, it. bleep it. Bleep it. That'll be gonna, more interesting that way. Yeah. Bleep it. I'm yeah. not going to cut the whole thing out. Just to, 
So, um, what were we talking about though that brought this up? Oh, damn, was it Damnation? Damnation. No. That's what got oh, us off. Oh, but on I this. said GTA Three. GTA That's Three. What it was. Yeah. So GTA Three was like the first M-rated game that I had played, and um, and of course, immediately was in love with it. I played it for like. Remember, he brought it over, and he, he was dating my sister at the time. And he brought it over to show it to me and her, and then I played it, and then I just remember, like, they went off and did their own thing, and he left me with it, and I just played it, it for, like, two days straight. Is this who I'm thinking about? Yes. Dating your sister? Yes. Okay. Yeah, my Interesting. brother-in-law. Interesting. Yeah. He, I know this person. He introduced me to my first uh, DVD, The Fast and Furious, and watching The Fast he and Furious. He got you hooked on it? He did. Oh, my God. And he introduced me to GTA. Holy so shit. He is the... If the, you're listening to this, you son of a bitch, we have to have some words. <laughs> So, um, but anyway, the whole reason of saying this was to say that that was my first, um, anything I knew about video games really and, and knew about like these, uh, I was like, okay, Rockstar makes these incredible Grand Theft Auto games and I researched it, you know, eventually I knew about like, uh, uh I don't know when, um, uh, I keep wanting to say Miami Vice, Vice City, uh, I don't know when that came out, 03. but at some point in 03, there, 04, I think. at some point in there, they released a game. And I saw it in Game Informer. Fuck, so no, I started it was getting 02, Game wasn't Informer. It? Okay. Called. I don't remember. <laughs> I lost it. It was in my. Ah, head. I love that one. State of Emergency. That's what it was. State of Emergency. You ever heard of it? Yeah, I played it. You played it? Yep. All I knew was GTA guys are releasing a new game. This is going to be awesome. Run around in and kill shit. I was so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I looked forward to that game. For so long. That's not one of their finest hours. And I remember I, renting that game. Oh, I bought it. I bought it, and I hated my life. Uh, that's just my chair making noises for some reason. Uh, you know what the first ever M-rated game I played was? What's that? It was actually a little twisted. It was mode? The Punisher. Ooh. I love The Punisher was one of my favorite comic book characters when I was a kid. Still is to the day. To this day. Um, some assholes have co-opted The Punisher's skull for their own nefarious purposes. That's some stupid bullshit. I Wait, like the Punisher from the about, comics. Who, who did what? The, pub, the Punisher's skull has become kind of a right-wing symbol. Uh, it's become I a gun figured. nut symbol. It's like, leave it alone. Okay, can you not mix in gun nut with... Yeah, you don't have to be a right-wing <laughs> asshole to be a gun nut. You know, <laughs> there we, are good gun nuts. There too. are good gun nuts. That's true. We're not, we're not grouping. <laughs> but some certain right-wing assholes have really co-opted the, the Punisher's skull, and I don't agree with that. Uh, with that being said, this game, I don't know, did you ever play it? Um, I believe so. It's one of it the... It was only on Xbox, wasn't it? It was on Xbox and PS2. And there was a lot of, like, couldn't you dual wield and stuff? Yep. And, like, yeah. It I'm was developed sure by Volition, who went on to develop Saints Row. Yep. Okay, I did. And yeah. you can tell when you're playing it, it's the same fucking engine. It feels right. like a prototype to the same engine, a precursor. Um... This is a very violent game. It's a it does the character justice. It is a very good story. It's a even to this day, it's a good story. It's I highly recommend Wasn't it. I wish like, it would go on back compat. I believe there was like certain like kills you could do, right? Like yep. Based on every the level and stuff like that. You would interrogate people in the environment. Yeah, that's and if was. you went too far, you would end up killing them. So right. you could ram people's faces into table saws, you could drill people's skulls with drill presses, right, you could right. put people in car crushers. Like it was you could do fucked Speaking up of shit. That, you know what game I always think about that I never played that everyone always told me i had to play and i never did manhunt man yeah how'd you know i was gonna say manhunt because that's the only other game i think of when people think of like crazy violent yeah, games okay that's the one game yeah, yeah manhunt i still Classic. never played it i don't know if it hold up now but oh it does yeah. honestly it really does um okay. this the stealth gameplay is pretty good 
um, it's still chilling. It's still disturbing. Even now, even with its like old ass graphics, it's still so violent that it will make you like you'll have to stop. It'll make yeah. you a little sick. Um, like it's not as detailed, but it's every bit as violent as like the Last of Us Two was. There were moments in the Last of Us Two where I had to stop. Really? Um, just because the carnage was like, oh my god, I, I need a break. It. Yeah, just needed a. I get it. Yeah. Um. But I've lost my train of thought now. We were talking about there's carnage. No, there's no train right now. That's why. Yeah. Choo choo. Um. But yeah, <laughs> The Punisher. That was a good game. Um. I've got like levels from that game burned into my brain. Like that I can just close wanna... my eyes and imagine playing it, and I'm run, like yeah. running around the levels, and I remember everything. That makes me want to get it. It makes me want to play a lot of old school games. I now. so wish I still had my original Xbox and all my Xbox games. I had like racks like about this high yeah three of them full of xbox games at my height i had at least 150 i got an original xbox i just don't have any original xbox uh we should make a we should we should make a sojourn to uh play and trade sometime they've got a sick xbox original xbox uh selection we make sure we bring lots of money but well Well, they're 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 not crazy expensive there yeah when i used to get ps2 games it was pretty decent again not sponsored maybe we cut this part out i don't know (laughs) that's fine but um, uh, we've we've rambled for we're up yeah. to an hour fourteen. That's 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 pretty good for three that's movies. Not bad, yeah. I think, yeah. I, at I least we I we left just... the rambling for the end. So if people actually listen to it right. by this point, tune out. If you don't want to listen to us sit and ramble, go about your lives. Turn yeah. us off. You're Put on something now. else. Go watch uh, watch Judas or the Trial. You know. Yeah, yeah or Promising Young Woman, and let me know or if you think it's shit. Because it's just a waste of time. So. I I I want more people to watch it, and I want to see if everyone really thinks this movie is as good as everyone says it is, or if people agree with Adam, yeah, or if people I, agree with me and think it's it's good, but it's not the the bee's knees, cat's meow, best fucking movie I've ever seen. If this film, no, I'm sorry, if this. It is for, a film. It's this, a film. Get this, over yourself. If this made for there TV, are bad films. Lifetime movie makes it and happens to win. It, no, no. I will. I will. Let's see. Let I don't me know see. what I'll do. I gotta I look will, and see what it's nominated for. I want to be realistic here. I will fucking riot. I don't know how or where, or what exactly I will do, but I will. I. uh... I will go into every retail store and burn copies of that movie, and then I will spend my life in prison because I did. All right. So it was nominated for best picture. Nah. It was nominated for best director. Nah. It was nominated for best original screenplay. Nah. It was nominated for best film editing. The editing was not bad. Mm. It was nominated for best actress. Of the actresses in the category, nah, was not a bad performance. I don't think it should win any Oscars. I really don't. Um, I I don't. I think if it hadn't become such a, if it wasn't a movie with a message, regardless of how you feel about that message, it wouldn't have become so big. I would be okay with performance only because, yes, some of the performances were were very good, but then when you juxt- when when you put that next to the other performances of the other f- fuck that's no. true i mean fuck no. watching <laughs> the acting in Judas and the Black Messiah and the Trial of Chicago 7 and watching the acting in Promising Young Woman it, with the exception of Carrie Mulligan who i believed in every scene is like watching and honestly i'm going to say Alison Brie Alison Brie and Carrie Mulligan i'm going to exclude from this statement everyone else 
watching these two movies and then watching Promising Young Woman was like watching Broadway and watching high school. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. For me. No, I, I, well, you know, I agree. Um, okay. So, I so think we've, I think I, we I've, can wrap it up. I've bashed that, that, that we've beaten that dead horse. Enough and, yeah. Um, my, my random movie recommendation will wrap, oh, yeah. will wrap up this week with a, with a random recommendation. Mine is going to be go watch Promising Young Woman, and then immediately after, you need to watch Gran Torino as a palate <clears throat> cleanser. If you've never seen and it, then, you'll really understand why at the end. And then come back to this wherever you're watching, and if you can, if it's if it's YouTube or whatever, leave a comment telling Stanton what a how much piece you love Promising is. Young Woman. So, uh, did I give it a four? Did I really you gave, give it a four. Four? You gave it a four? I need to go lower. I gave now, it a seven. I gave it a seven point five, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sticking with it. So, um, before I make my rec, one thing I do. But no, jokes aside, Gran Torino, watch it. Yeah, no, Gran Torino, definitely. Uh, see, I was so engrossed in being angry that I didn't even hear you say that until right now. Um, well, without spoiling it, in case anyone hasn't seen it, you get why I'm recommending that, right? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I get the correlation. Yeah. Um. How do, listen, we might not give a shit about spoiling any of these other movies, but you better bet your ass we're not going to spoil the masterpiece that is Gran Torino. I feel like we kind of did, though. The old bastard dies. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Spoilers. It still doesn't spoil it. That's true. It's it still a good movie. And you. It's about the I journey, not the destination. Yeah, it really is. And not only that, but even the destination won't be spoiled. No. Necessarily. Uh, Just going in knowing that you don't know the circumstances, you should right. still watch it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. With that said, I didn't have a wreck in mind, but I will go ahead and say, um, this movie's been on my mind. Um, I don't think I mentioned this before. If I did, I'm sorry. You're always on my mind, brother. I know. You too. But uh, watched it the other day. Uh, with my son and for the first time like uh, since it came out it's been quite a while um, but watched it on 4k did I mention Interstellar before? you haven't mentioned it on here you mentioned it to okay. me personally um, Interstellar if you haven't seen it that uh, one's on my list too it's the one Nolan movie that I've not seen it is a must it is a beautiful beautiful film it, it's not by no means a perfect film but there, and especially watching it the second time there was actually a couple faults that I found, which I didn't originally, but still, hands down, this is a 10 out of 10, and uh, even saying there are faults doesn't make sense, right? But it does in my head, because uh, I love this film. Um, but definitely watch it if you haven't seen it, Interstellar. Um, All right. Uh, and go into it with a very open mind. It is very different from anything you've ever seen, I can almost guarantee you. Have um, you seen Tenet yet? No, Fuck, still we gotta watch Tenet. Tenet. We gotta get together and watch that. You know what else? That's gonna I blow your mind. Never finished Inception. I think I like Tenet more. Yeah, is, a lot of people thought Inception. Tenet was stupid. I liked it. Yeah, a lot of people did. I'm curious. I really want to see it to see how I feel about it. I think I'll probably. It blew you, my fucking mind. If you liked it, I'll the probably, things that he does, the well, things that, that Nolan that. does in that movie are unbelievable. Right. All right, but yeah, so mine's Interstellar. All right. And you gave yours. Uh, so go watch Gran Torino and Interstellar and Judas and the Black Messiah and The Trial of Chicago 7 and, and maybe watch Promising Young Woman, maybe don't. 
or don't. But there's there's one more thing we got to do that we've been forgetting to do that we haven't done that was something I had an idea of, and I only want to do it because I want to let's do it this again. I've forgotten, and that is our favorite, which we would have to pick one from each movie, but we don't have to do that. We can just pick one. Oh, our just favorite our standout bits. favorite yeah, moment, our yeah. favorite bits. I, I love doing that. One of all three that I can do. Well. Two, I have three. I have all one. three, honestly. Oh, do you have all I three? I do. Well, go ahead and give me all Because I, I did enjoy the first one. I didn't like it nearly as much, but I don't think it was bad like right, you did. Right, right, right. Go ahead. Give um, me I would say my favorite sequence in Promising Young Woman is when um, Carrie Mulligan and Allison Brie are at the restaurant, and things kind of take a turn, and then she switches on her, and Allison Brie's drunk, and she realizes that Carrie Mulligan isn't, and then she pulls one over on her. That's a good scene. I was I, yeah. I thought both the performances in that scene were really good. Um, <clears throat> and if you don't have one, that's fine. It's a four. Oh no, I'll, we'll, we'll do this one one. You know, so I'll say uh, for me from this movie, I definitely have. Um, I definitely can pull out a moment that I really really enjoyed. Uh, I can say hands down was actually a great moment um, when the credits rolled. I was so. Moved. Oh okay okay. <laughs> I thought you were being serious there for a second. I was so right. moved by the, you know, <laughs> like it's over. I don't have to watch oh this anymore. Oh my god! No, I I can say the 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 comedy bits at the end, uh, the their interaction between the two guys after he's murdered her. I yeah. did enjoy that okay. comically. I'll All say right. that was a good moment, but that's 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 what I'm gonna give it. Okay, next, uh, Judas, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I think my favorite. I don't want to say it's my favorite moment, but honestly, the ending scene that's focusing on on uh, on Deborah's face is it Deborah? Mm-hmm. On Deborah's face when they're they're executing Fred is so powerful. Yeah. I mean that it's not my I didn't like watching it. It wasn't my favorite moment, but was it the moment that I thought was the most powerful in the movie? Yes. Yeah, I get that. Uh, you know, honestly, what the, one of the most powerful for me when I started to get um, a little upset myself or whatever you want to call it, teary eyed. Um, because I wasn't sure I was riding between two moments. When you say that, I know what my moment is, and it's it's the moment that um, uh, that O'Neill comes up to him in the house there with about the drink. And oh yeah, that, that was that look on his face, yep. dude. That that's Oscar worthy right there. Just those those emotions on his face of like, yeah, just fucking moving. He says it all without yeah. with only saying a few words. He says it all. Yeah, that's mine for Judas, definitely. All right. <clears throat> so my for the. Uh, the Trial of Chicago 7, my pick would be, as I said when we were talking about it, the sequence uh, where Abby's doing stand-up and they're shooting back and forth, they're they're cutting back and forth between Abby doing stand-up and him describing what's going on on the hill and the actual march on the hill and them showing what's going on. The way that they bounce back and forth between that, um, I thought was so well done. Oh, yeah. It, it was. was really engaging. Yeah. Um, mine is much more subtle. Uh, I have a... I could name 50 great moments and a lot of them we talked about. Uh, but one we didn't actually talk about <clears throat> that just came to mind. And I, I, I don't know why I didn't think of it before. Cause it's such a great moment is, uh, uh, the moment when, and Jesus, you're going to have to help me with the names here. Cause now I've forgotten when they're speaking to the judge and yeah. he says, uh, somebody makes a comment about him being, or I think it was him at first. He says, uh, uh, something about being racist, or I would not. I, oh, yeah. I've never been. I've never been I've accused, never of, been being accused of being racist. Go yeah. fuck yourself. And and then uh, um, whatever that this will be the first time that he's ever been accused of being racist. And what's his name? The other guy. Uh, maybe you Joseph Gordon Levitt. Not Mark Ryan Levitt. But yeah, and he yeah. speaks up and he says, 
well, I second, or I'm your second. Yeah. Right? Like, I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, yes. yeah, like, the, the second, the other guy comes the other up, guy. And he's like, I'm yeah. the second. He's like, yeah, I'm the that second. was powerful. That was I was so like, yeah, suck powerful. it. I was like, fuck you, that you was son good. of a bitch. Like, you've lost everyone at this point. I like, like that. They all think you're a fucking idiot and you're a racist, and I'm a bitch. That was powerful. <sighs> all right. Well, if you've hung on this long, we're only an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah, some of my, some of the, honestly, some of the podcasts I listen to stretch over fucking four hours. Yeah. Um,. So yeah, uh, that's that's it for me. I have yeah. nothing else to say. This is Stan with the subjective cinephiles. You mush mouth motherfucker. <laughs> this is Stan uh, from the subjective cinephiles. And this is signing Adam. off. And this is Adam from the subjective cinephiles. And I can say it without blubber mouth. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? And I'm going to uh, let you guys go now. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you in the next one. Well, we won't, but you'll hear us in the next one. Yes. Yes. Bye-bye. Our dulcet tones. <laughs> dulcet tones. Well, one of your last ones you ended with wet noodle. You got anything else to say? Um. Well, we started out, I was pretty creamy. I'm not so oh. creamy now. And my noodle is pretty dry. So, dry uh, I don't know. Watch, watch movies and be good people. That's all I have to say. Yes. Except for uh, one of the three that we just talked about. You can figure that one out. Okay. Anyway, that's it. Bye, guys. Subjective Cinephiles out. See ya.